Dolly Parton has property near where I live. Yeah. And Matt and I walked more than an hour this morning. Um, well, earlier today. And we walked by where she has a big old house. And then we're pretty sure she owns like both houses next like on each side and then also like the bit across the street so we were walking by just trying to figure out like what exactly is dolly's compound down there so she owns the neighborhood is what you're telling she me? owns like four lots at least down there yeah it's amazing like right on the lake are they all just for her or does she is it like does she just have friends hang out and live there like i bet it's for like friends and and stuff that's the dream, man. That's the dream. Two of the houses are really big, and um, one of them looks really empty. So we were wondering if that's more of like a security sort of like office or something. And then there's one across the street that um, goes like back into the woods, so you can't really see like what all is back there. It's cool. I just want to see Dolly Parton. Send her our podcast link. <laughs> And when she becomes an adoring fan, she'll invite us over to her compound and then she'll write, she'll co-write a Together Alone musical with us. Oh my God. Matt would, if Matt got to meet Dolly Parton. <laughs> my heart is like racing. I'm getting a little sweaty and excited just thinking about a Dolly Parton directed Together Alone musical. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'll just keep walking by. This is our new podcast goal. To get Make, recognized by Dolly. To, to get Dolly Parton. Not just recognized. She's got to become an adoring fan. Okay. Well, she can never listen to this episode. <laughs> nah, it's meta. She'll love that. Dolly Parton loves meta shit. Maybe. No, it's well known amongst the Dolly Parton fandom. This is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. I'm Henry Roberts, and I think we should just cut the crap. I'm ready to give people dating advice, and I deserve it, goddammit. Okay. We should give dating uh, advice. Okay, okay. We're here for it. Let's do it. This is what we're here for. So we have a big email that I want to dive into, uh, but I think maybe we should work our way up to it. Um, so why don't you throw us some questions? Okay, I took a dive this morning into the hellscape that is Yahoo Answers. I have never actually really dug in myself, and it's a terrible, terrible place. To the shock of no one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I have tried to just find some some silly little guys, and we're just going to fly through them. Ready. First question. How do I deal with this pain? That's the Yahoo question. Uh, and then it does say, I like my Any guy friend who already has a GF. Oh. <laughs> um, I just made a big stink about how I'm here to give <laughs> dating advice and I'm being pitched these softballs and like, I don't have any answers for you. Eat some um, ice cream and cry and watch a movie. Is every solution eating ice cream? Yes. <laughs> feels cliche. I would say go drink like an entire bottle of wine, but I feel like this person's it's 13. Like 12. So yeah, that's not, I can't legally give that advice. Take solace in the fact that they probably won't be together for very long and you can strike afterwards. <laughs> Perfect. Done. Wait, no, that's bad advice. 
<laughs> All right, moving on. Um, my boyfriend told me to fuck off. What should I do about it? Break up with him. Next question. Would it be worth it to date at my age? I'm 28 and never dated. I always wanted yes. a boyfriend, but I just gave up because every man I talk with and want to get to know, they end up getting very inappropriate and just ask me to have fun. I'm not interested in that. I want a solid relationship, but I feel there's no point in even pursuing a relationship at my age. Okay. All right. You're 28. You're neither too old nor too young. This is the just, perfect time to be dating. Just go for it. Um, do, do, give up on this concept of giving up because you're going to want to date all your life, so you might as well get at it. Um, you, if, if the men that you keep finding yourself in the company of are really sex-focused and not really interested in uh, actually dating or having any type of relationship like you're looking for, then you need to start looking in other places. Um, it could be, I don't know where you're meeting these guys, um, but it may be the wrong sort of venue uh, for you and what you're looking for. Um, maybe try meeting some people through friends. If you have girlfriends, then ask them uh, if they know any guys that like might be interested in going on a date with you and have them line it up or just through community. That was real advice. <laughs> that was real advice. That was awesome. I just really like um, this one person <laughs> that answered that said, you are still young and there are men who like older women. You're 28. <laughs> are they? Wait, hang on. Is the is the <laughs> reply suggesting that she continues waiting another decade until she, or like two decades, three decades until she is considered? And I was like, my brain was like, what is an older woman? I'm not actually sure. But anyway, are they suggesting that she waits multiple decades until she is a quote unquote older woman and then start dating because there are men who like older women? No, I think they're calling her young and old at the same time. That is really fucking confusing. Um, Pardon my French. It said, you're still young and there are men who like older women. However, stick to those 21 plus only. Avoid minors because being with them will cause nothing but trouble. What the yeah. hell is he, What? <laughs> Who brought up dating children? Get out of here. It says you could look for a young man of say 21 or 22 who likes an older woman or older men who like younger women since you are still young. Good luck and I hope you find a nice person to date and one hey, person liked it. <laughs> here's wow, here's an idea. You're 28. Just go date people. Like just just <laughs> Don't start aiming like I'm going to date a, a young man who's into mildly older women or like I'm going to date an older guy who's into younger women. Like, like just go what? date people no. your age. I don't just go find people. Go go f naturally find people. Jesus. Yeah, it's like please. they don't they can't understand the concept of dating someone your own age. So they're like, you got to find someone who likes older women. Oh, and then someone else commented and said, at least for me, dating is a real pain. I'm 56 and just too old to deal with it. And then someone commented and said, and how does this help our asker, please? She's saying, I'm old and I've given up and you should give up too. All right. Being 56 is no excuse to just give up on dating unless you just truly don't want that in your life anymore. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Like, I think plenty of people find people when they're absolutely in their 50s or 60s 30, or 40, 40s 50, or 60 70 whenever that's cool if you want it go for it if you don't go get it then don't you don't need that yeah but maybe don't tell people on yahoo answers that are looking for it not to look for it you know yeah don't be like just give up like me <laughs> that sounds like a misery loves company situation yeah and we're looking for actual advice here on yahoo answers
Okay, this was asked two days ago. Is it unreasonable to ask boyfriend to delete all girls from social media? And then yes. it says, I'm the boyfriend at question here. My girlfriend's made it clear that she wants me to delete all girls who are not relatives or close friends. She's met from my social media, blah, blah. I'm 20. I would never cheat, blah, 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 blah. This is a classic example of manipulation. She wants to be like the only girl in his life. It's unhealthy. Yeah, that's, she's super you, insecure. You need to sit down and have a conversation with her about how maybe she doesn't recognize this, but this, these are manipulative tactics and that any healthy person should be able to have relationships and friendships and connections with people of all genders. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, How old are these people, have they said? They're 20. They're in college. Some of this can come from just inexperience in dating where you have, like you said, you have these personal insecurities and you're, you try to fix them um, by projecting them onto your partner um, and then asking things of them that they should not be expected to have to do. And other parts can come uh, because you are, again, you're insecure, but you're literally trying to manipulate them. I guess I'm saying that it, like, it, this, this can be intentional or unintentional manipulation, but either, either way, it is manipulation and he needs to i mean clearly he recognizes that there's something wrong with it so he just needs to to stay on that path and address it with her yeah 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 yeah. it's just wild to me that there are people out there that think that like men and women can't be friends it definitely suggests some underlying concepts that they hold that yeah i would not agree with yes this this is true okay this one this was only a day ago henry you, the other one was two days ago. This one's a day ago. You should be writing these down and answering. Give them this advice. Does a very sexy, attractive woman like this has stinky breath in the morning so when she wakes no! up? You're kidding me. AKA morning I was breath? just about to make that joke and then you actually said it. Even though she has big breasts and then there's a picture of a woman with just very large boobs. Say the question again. Does a very sexy, attractive woman like this has stinky breath in the mornings when she wakes up? Question mark. AKA morning breath. Question mark. Actually, AKA morning breath, period. Question mark. And then the little like extra info is even though she has big breasts. So this is the exact same. This question. guy is I'm going to go look at him. I think he's just really he asked it two days ago and one day ago. Did he the ask it like a question. month ago when I brought it up? No. This is a different stinky breath guy. <laughs> oh, and then four months ago, why do women like men? I don't know. That's a good question. We don't know. Oh, there was one a year ago. How do girls How do girls do not to have a smelly morning breath? Uh, uh, I, I'm I don't have words. I don't understand how multiple people could be asking this question on Yahoo Answers. Unless he has multiple, like, profiles. This is like asking, do girls poop? Like, <laughs> do, Are girls also human beings with bodily functions? human animals? No. Nope. You're no. right. No. No. Big breasts uh, prevent if morning you, breath. If you are an attractive girl with big boobs, you do not stinky breath in morning. It's science. It's It's, it's science. Okay, I don't want to loan my boyfriend money. What should I do? Oh. There's a very long explanation. Okay, your boyfriend is not fiscally responsible. He's in need of some money for either something he doesn't need or something he should have been able to fund on his own. 
Um, You're psychic. Yeah. And you can see all this, but you still love him. And so you're torn between knowing you shouldn't give him money and not wanting to and the fact that you love him and he's your boyfriend and you want to be able to support him. Um, That's tough. We've so, we've talked on a similar subject, but sort of from the other end mm-hmm. before. Yeah, it sounds like I mean I'm just sort of skimming this, but he yeah he spends his money just kind of on whatever, and like he does help his mom out, who she also asks him for money a lot, but he like is still not responsible with his own, and so then he's asking for money for like a car situation. You have to sit down and have a hard talk with him, and you probably already know this. And you don't want to because it's going to be stressful and it's going to be tense on your relationship with him. Um, And that's why you're coming to the internet to try to look for some type of easier solution here. Um, But the honest truth is you love this guy and you see him making these poor financial decisions. And you also see that you can't be taken advantage of, you know, pouring your money into other people's bad financial decisions. Um, So you need to sit down with him and have an open dialogue about your concerns and your inability to, to fund his endeavors in that sense. Um, and just really see if you can come to an understanding with him, because that's what you two need. You, you need to understand how to stay in a loving relationship with each other without pressing each other's financial burdens, you know? Um, and if you can't, then maybe you need to reevaluate things. I feel like I give this advice a lot where it's like you need to have a very honest and difficult conversation with your significant other. And if it doesn't work out, then maybe you should break up with them. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty solid advice for most situations. That's the thing. Like humans, we have lots of complex dynamics, but solving them often boils down to just having some hard talks with people that you care about. Or... You can do what this person said and dump him and date a guy who wasn't a bum. Yeah, like that. (laughs) I would try try first. I would try the hard talk first. And then if that doesn't work, you can move on without him and have sort of a clear conscience on it, right? Like you tried. One day ago, what are the desires of a woman? Cantaloupe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. yeah no all, all uh women desire the cantaloupe no further quest like no further info do you do you think they mean sexually or just in life i don't know like i, I really don't either <laughs> just what are, what are the desires of a woman it is unfortunate in this day and age that um men can grow up that you know they can spend years and years of their life uh maturing and experiencing the world and still have very little conception of uh any other sex (laughs) than than their own um i yeah i don't know cantaloupe cantaloupe uh is it cantaloupe is there i put a t in there there is a t in there but i just for some reason never say it can't see i'm on guard after especially. especially you're doing so good at that one now i know I, you guys have trained me <laughs> <laughs> i accidentally touched my coworker's butt and she didn't even get mad question mark 
is there a follow-up because that's not a question yeah she was well it's really not that much of a question she was standing behind me and i turned around not realizing she was there i said sorry and she was like no you're good she's hot af but she's married help are you okay so okay i think i've got it i think i think i've grokked it he accidentally touched her butt she he finds her very attractive she wasn't upset by this or she didn't express concern about this and he's taking this this like accidental a, butt brush as like a invitation for further. Uh, some type of further action oh no it's not <laughs> this is like what we were talking about a second ago you have to oh my god just understand people if someone that if one of your okay guy guy who wrote this please guy who wrote this listen to me uh, listen yeah it's me. anonymous so if you're in a relationship i'm just calling the guy if you're in a relationship and you're at work and one of your coworkers, let's say steve from accounting accidentally <laughs> brushes your butt you know like he's walking past you in line the back of his knuckles bump against your left cheek right you look down because someone's knuckling your cheeks and he looks <laughs> up at you because he realizes he just knuckled your cheeks and you he says sorry and you say don't worry about it right that's not an invitation <laughs> from you to steve from accounting to start going to pound town right <laughs> that, that, that cheek brush <laughs> that booty bump was not an invitation it was it you you said it yourself my dude it was an accident you know it was an accident and she knows it was an accident and because she is a mature adult human being she's not going to freak out about an accident like <laughs> move on in I, fact i'm starting to think maybe she should have because maybe it wasn't an accident because it seems like you had a lot riding on that accidental butt brush <laughs> guy jesus <laughs> I also like someone responded and just said one time my female coworker accidentally touched my my crotch region and she was embarrassed and said sorry. I was like, no, it's okay. That's a that's the wrong response. Okay, you accidentally bumped my dick with clothes on. You actually bumped my dick, and I say you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. <laughs> Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe now that, that was bad. might be an invitation. <laughs> yeah, how did she say it? Did okay? she say it like that? Did she did, did she say no? It's okay, and then winked at you because that. All right, now I understand. But or, that, that's not how he worded it. He's, no, what did he say? She said, "Don't worry about it" or something. Yeah, that's that's the correct response. Literally, stop worrying about this, please, for both of your sakes. Oh my god. Um, how do I ask? a girl if i can be her boyfriend without getting nervous or anxious this was only an hour ago i can still give him answers you can't just accept that being nervous and anxious is part of the process and that it doesn't have to stop you from doing what you want to do someone came up with like an entire uh thing to like a whole a whole shebang okay um so only 33 minutes ago they said buy those post-it notes in quotes from oh. walmart or any local store that no. sells them and write on it these words to her mm. 
I think you are really cute. Please be my girlfriend. And if the answer is yes, call me in the next five minutes at my cell number written below. But if the answer no. is no, just rip this paper up and put it in the trash because I don't no. want the world to know my cell phone number because this paper was for no. your eyes and your eyes only to see. Now, oh my God. the next time you see her, walk up to her, put that note in her hand and tell her that you want her to please read this and the note will automatically stick to her hand because it is a post-it oh note. Oh my God. Then you walk off immediately wait for your phone to ring if she is interested hide hide behind the nearest locker and wait and just wait throw a smoke bomb and then just roll out of the hall i'm sorry they they gave him a paragraph to fit on one sticky note like also like a whole disclaimer about not sharing his confidential cell (laughs) number People don't even use cell numbers anymore. You put your fucking TikTok on there. <laughs> and then you do a dance, you do a dance on the TikTok that's like interpretive. Will you go out with out. me? T- Wait, dance. that's the real answer. Do a do a TikTok dance? Become a TikTok star, a huge celebrity. Casually ask her if you if she's heard of uh whatever TikTok your name dancer, is 6969 um 420 when she says no be like oh cool you might want to check him out sometime he's got the moves she checks him out sometime on her tiktok and it's who you is it? it's you what are you dancing uh the be my girlfriend dance the, the graduation song why we're not sure but halfway <laughs> through you ask her out and she says yes oh great my- if she says no you have a flourishing tiktok career you're gonna get it don't worry dude okay so you can't ask anyone without being nervous you just are gonna have to do it yeah just embrace that sometimes you're nervous about doing important things and if this is something that's important to you it's okay to be nervous about it is legal in the united states for a 16 to 17 year old year old to be a parent question mark is it legal to be a parent at 16 is that the question? This is the question. With the additional info, I'm thinking of having a baby. Updated one day ago. I'm oh, a guy. Thinking. I'm a guy, by the way, thinking about making a, a girl pregnant to give birth to a beautiful baby. The wow, top got... answer is nope. Too young. <laughs> it is illegal. Yeah, you know what? It is illegal. You'll go to jail, so you can't you do can't. it. Sorry. Can't do it. Sorry, sorry. Yep, it's illegal. Oh, they thank God. outlawed that one in 1962. Most of the answers are actually people being like, don't be a dumbass. Like, you can't have a baby right now. Like, yeah, sure, it's legal, but it's not smart. You'll go to daddy jail. Some people probably like daddy jail. It's where they keep all the bad dads. Bad dad. Bad dads. Like the bad dads like cool bad like with sunglasses and leather jackets or like the bad dads that leave their kids and hit them and stuff only one way to find out i'll go to dad jail <laughs> <laughs> i will infiltrate dad jail and find out do a scathing expose on bad dads bad dads i can't wait well that was yahoo hell thanks for thank joining. you so much for taking taking us through Yahoo Hell. What You're a journey. So welcome. I know so much more about women and their perfect their desires. And desire for cantaloupe. All right, now that we're free from Yahoo Hell, <laughs> let's get into the real deal, the serious biz, just the facts, the truth, capital T. Um 
we have a email from a dedicated listener, long, long time listener. Um, and maybe we can give some advice on it. Uh, dear together alone. My ex and I had a pretty amicable breakup, but it's been almost a year and I'm still trying to come to terms with parts of myself that were revealed during the relationship. Last night I had a dream that is an illustration of what I'm talking about. In the dream, I was in my ex's car and found four handwritten pages. Three of them were full of nice things about a woman he loved and had married. The last page was angrily scrawled with things like, you horrible c-word. I felt happy, despite the angry page. I don't want to be with this guy anymore, but if he was pretending we got married, that meant he didn't think I was a terrible person. But then, twist! I, went, I met the actual woman the nice pages were about, his new wife. Only the horrible c-word page was about me. Sidebar, I didn't know you could do twists in dreams. Kind of cool, but also WTF. <laughs> <laughs> Logically, I know I'm not a horrible c-word, and that all we can do is accept our mistakes, hold ourselves accountable for them, and move on, with the knowledge that if we have our own approval, then the approval of others does not matter. I think this dream shows that I know I should forgive myself, but can't yet. I guess I'm grateful that I now know about these parts of myself, but I'm struggling to be totally constructive about it. So, dears Henry and Olivia, my question is twofold. How do you stop beating yourself up over past mistakes, and how do you limit personal damage that brings more baggage to your next relationship? Love the podcast. Thanks for your advice. Thank you. This is a great email and some seriously good questions. I guess this dream is illustrating the fact that she feels guilty about some things that went down in the relationship. Right. Some things that maybe she had done. Um, like she's beating herself up a bit. Yeah. How do you beat yourself? How do you stop beating? How, how do you beat yourself up? <laughs> How do you beat yourself up? <laughs> Pretty easily. How do you stop beating yourself up? That's Not as easy. harder. I still have like a friendship that ended years and years and years ago that I think about often and I wonder like if I had done. It was one of those weird things where it's like, I don't know if I really did anything wrong, but maybe I did. And if I did, I didn't realize it at the time. And so now I feel guilty and but I know that if I were to ever bring it up with the person, it would only be for my own sake. And so I think right. it's hard to like go back and apologize for something when people have moved on. Because you're only doing it to make yourself feel better, and it really doesn't do anything for the other person. Right. Um, unless it's something that they never got from you and they really want it, but then I don't know how you would know that if you don't talk to them. Time obviously helps. And reflecting on, like, knowing that that's how you used to be and that's not how you are now. Like, you have to do some work and try to change. But if you have made those changes... That's, that's like, the hard truth, right? Like, with uh, these big, impactful life events, you know, having a big relationship and then uh, breaking up from it, um, it always takes time. Even if you don't think that it's going to take you time, it'll still end up taking you time. Mm -hmm. and in fact, sometimes it takes you more time if you think it's not going to take you any time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's no quick fix for time. You just have to let it unroll. But, you know, uh, like she said, this has been over a year now um, and she feels like she's still trying to come to parts, uh, come to terms with parts of herself uh, or how she perceived herself in that relationship. Um, so she's definitely given time a significant yeah uh part to play 
she words her, her uh the question as sort of twofold how do i stop beating myself up over past mistakes and also how do i limit uh personal damage that brings more baggage to the next relationship and i think those are like those are critical questions to be asking so it's great that this is uh kind of it, it's on your mind um but i think that you can kind of answer them since they're, they're both so interlinked you can sort of answer them together mm -hmm. um i think that having the personal awareness of uh whatever it is that you perceived from the past relationship about yourself that is making you uncomfortable being like vividly aware of that now is a massive indicator that like this is not going to come up in the same way that it's come up previously mm -hmm. um because you're you you see it now and you did not see it when you were in the relationship yeah I think that a way to think about this, and there's a lot of different approaches to how to deal with sort of recurring thoughts, like beating yourself up is is sort of, um, you have this thing that you feel bad about, and instead of being able to move past it, it, you, it just keeps getting dug up in your mind over and over and over again, mm -hmm. right? So um, there's a ton of different therapies uh, specifically for this kind of thing, because it is a super common human reaction to uh, like troubling things in our lives. Yeah. Um, I think cognitive behavioral therapy is a huge one right now um, and is probably worth looking into if you can find a psychologist that you like. It's just some non from a non psychologist perspective, just a random jag off on the Internet with a podcast. <laughs> I can give some advice, but my big one is like this is a common psychological thing that there's lots of existing therapies that can help you with moving past that. Um, my take on this is uh, you can't just tell yourself to stop persevocating over something. It's like the nature of the beast that the more effort you try to put at just like stopping this from coming up in your mind or just moving forward from it, the more it's going to come at you. Um, but there are other techniques that you can do. Um, it, it's less, I, you can think of like these, these negative thoughts as like, um, like an energy inside of you, right? And you can't stop the energy, but you can all, you can use the energy. Like you can you can change it, you can shape it, you can be with it. So the first thing, and this is you know kind of cheesy, but meditation is awesome. Um, so putting in five, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, whatever you know you're comfortable with, maybe work your way up to just um, sitting with your thoughts, but not persevocating on them. Just like opening your mind, opening your emotions and letting yourself feel, feel the hurt, feel the bad, feel the uncomfort, feel the uncertainty, let it come in and then just let, let go, you know, <laughs> let go and let God basically like, um, feel it, be there for it. And, uh, you know, once the emotion has expressed itself, it's going to be easier to move on with your day. And you keep doing that day in, day out. And these emotions become more familiar and they also become less uh, prickly, like less charged mm -hmm. um, because you've you've grown comfortable with them. You're sitting with them instead of like trying to and, and I'm not I'm not saying that she's trying to do any of this, but I have personal experience where this is sort of how I've approached them, where I'm trying to like run away from it or just like mm -hmm. block it out of my mind. Yeah. That makes it into like this big, scary beast. And, yeah. and then when it inevitably comes out, it makes me feel so much worse, right? So feel your feelings, feel, feel your feelings, but uh, don't, what's the word? Luxuriate in them. Like dwell I'm not on saying them. like, yeah, yeah like um, just literally have set like, oh, it's almost like schedule it, right? So like set up a time where you're just going to sit down and let yourself 
feel these things and it's going to be uncomfortable, but over time it's going to get better. Um, and that's critical. You just have to keep doing it and it will get better. If you, if you're some more advice, a slightly, it's similar to meditation, but a little bit different. If you say that, you know, the, these, um, negative thoughts are coming up, um, in a situation where you can't just sit down and feel them, you can also sort of rework them. Um, so, you know, suddenly you're kind of triggered and you're thinking about like, oh, I feel shitty about this thing in my last relationship, or I feel stressed about it or whatever. Um, you can say, okay, well, I'm visualizing this, this perception of me in the past and how uncomfortable I am with it. And it's making me feel very uncomfortable. And I would like to get out of this right here. You're already in the active process of like imagining something, you know, because memories are really, you're, you're like reimagining a past event. So some of it is accurate and some of it is inaccurate and it's going to be heavily influenced by whatever emotions you have tied to it. So a lot of things that weren't that bad in the moment, you can proceed, like remember as being way worse than they are. Mm -hmm. So if, my point is if you're already in the process of, uh, you know, imagining this, this past uh, self, you can, sh you can shift it and imagine a future self. So pause for a second and say, okay, I'm thinking about this time in the past that I think was really bad for me. How about now I think about this time in the future that is going to be really good for me. So like rechannel your focus into something that you're looking forward to in the future. And you can even like, you can kind of plan these out ahead of time. It might be more helpful. So you can say like, like, I don't know, um, maybe you have this new job that you really want to get, or you just want to have a, you want to be like rich and fabulous, have a big number <laughs> in your bank account, something like that. You can focus on like switch, shift your imagination into these future positive events. And mm -hmm. you're still like using this energy, but you're using it in a way to make you happier instead of like more upset and more dwelling on the past. And that's not always going to work. And it, it, it's more of like, a, you know, it, it's a, it's a solution in the moment, but um, yeah. Uh, meditation I think is huge in mm -hmm. terms of accepting these uncomfortable feelings and the you know the the this what you're dealing with is specific to um is specifically about like a past relationship um but this advice applies to any type so of many things like, any yeah anything that mm -hmm. you are you're really dwelling on that's like upsetting you or hurting you or making you feel like you're having trouble moving on um this gives these feelings a place to fully feel themselves out and then it makes it easier it makes your your mind lighter to move mm -hmm. forward what what word were you saying persevocating is that not a word i have no idea oh no i'm gonna have to redo this whole thing if that it's perseverating oh god god kill me strike me down lord <laughs> Don't tweet at Henry, he knows. Oh, God. They're going to be... Uh, no one's going to listen to what I said because the whole time they're just going to be thinking, he's fucking mispronouncing that <laughs> word. I'm going to get like 60 texts where it's like, you fucking mispronounced... Oh, okay, I see you corrected yourself. But you still... Oh, God. <laughs> Why do I have a podcast? I don't even know that words. I... Uh, it's like I went to school on Mars. <laughs> well, you didn't get a psych degree, so it's okay. Perseverate, verb, psychology.
Repeat or prolong an action, thought, or utterance after the stimulus that prompted it has ceased. Quote, they perseverate under stress. Well, I'm yeah, not, no. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm not going to re, I'm not going to do another take. You just have to accept perseverate on this and know that I will perseverate <laughs> on it for the rest of my life. Henry will take his own advice. And I'm going to take my own advice and meditate. meditate on how much of a dumb shit I am at pronouncing words correctly. We didn't talk a lot about limiting personal damage that brings more baggage, but the answer to that is really what you're already doing, which is practicing mindfulness and looking for ways to better yourself. Um, and she is looking for ways to better herself. And Through the us. advice that we give is on practicing <laughs> mindfulness. Yeah. So you're doing it. You're really doing it. And I'm very proud of you. You're a beautiful human being. We love you. We love you. Is that weird coming from me? No. I was kind of saying it to everyone listening. So Hey, we love you. We love you. Thanks for listening. Um, couldn't do it without you. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I really do love you. So just, you know. Dolly, if you're out pack, there. Pack that one away. Dolly. We love you. Please. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you to Matt for our song, Forever Nameless. It's a good little little bop. Um, if you guys want to get with us on social media we have instagram and facebook we're at together alone pod we're on twitter at together alone pod it's together but no er um if you'd also like to write us an email if you need advice you have a funny story you have a sad story you have ideas for red flags green flags yellow flags anything if you just want to talk man Give us an email. You could you could write me a question about how to do your calculus homework, and I would talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be able to help at all, but we'll talk about it. The email is togetheralonepod at gmail.com. If emailing is scary and you want to talk to me about something to talk about on the podcast, but you don't want to email it to me, my phone number is area code 314-565-8887. I just said I love everyone listening to this, so why would I not give you my phone number? I'm not keeping that in. You're going to regret that. No, keep it in. Nope. Henry. Keep it in. Um, this has been Together Alone. Imagine a future in which you tell your grandma she smells nice. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Leave my phone number in.